1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to MoneyWise on WBSM 1420 AM. Thank you so much for listening. And today we're going to be celebrating Veterans Day. It might surprise most people to know that only about 1% of our population ever serves in the military service. And we owe a great debt of gratitude to anybody who's ever served in the military. I'm certainly proud of my family and my relatives and what they've all done. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We've got a special guest with us today, Dave Eaton, who served in the United States Navy. And uh, with us also is Pete Lance this morning. Pete served in the Marine Corps, and I served in the Marine Corps. And first thing I'd like you to do is say uh, good Sunday morning. Welcome to Dave Eaton. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And thank you for joining us. You do know, of course, that the Marines are a part of the Navy. I do know that, and I I have several Navy Marine jokes, but uh, I'm sure everyone who's ever served has has heard all of those. So we have, and I'm sure you were going to go somewhere with that. So just zip it. Yeah. I might, no, I might as well give you the one. I was one. talking to my father, not you. This was given to me by one of my Navy clients, <laughs> and uh, he said, "Yeah, some of my friends were in the Navy, and some of my friends were in the Marines, and the Marines is the men's division of the United States Navy." What would you say to that, Dave? <laughs> I think that he'd. Could rip off your your head and probably because <laughs> Dave is an expert in martial arts and uh, I want to give you a little bit of background information about him. Uh, he's the owner of a company and organization called Krav Maga that's spelled K R A V and then Maga is M A G A and it's a martial arts program which is based primarily on. The Israeli military training, is that correct? Yes, it is. It, uh, it originated in Israel uh, back in the, I want to say the 1940s, and uh, has only been in the United States since the early 80s. So the, the concept was developed for the military and was adapted to a more of a, a civilian mode in the 80s when it came over to the United States. Okay. And ironically, uh, this is our first business owner guest that we're having on the on the radio show and it's going to be every single week it's going to be our business spotlight this was something i came up with uh, the idea for uh, a couple of months ago we're finally implementing it and it's called the business spotlight and what we're looking to do is to promote some businesses that are local um, and you know especially during these times may not be having a good good a time as as they were in the past. So uh, David is our first Business Spotlight guest. Um, Ironically, uh, we had him scheduled for today prior to knowing um, uh, that we were going to do a Veterans Day show today, and David is a veteran. And so I said, hey, Dave, you know, would you like to stay on for the entire show instead of just the Business Spotlight? So he said, sure. Um, So So Dave, Dave, could you just tell us a little bit about your business, uh, including the address and the phone number as well? Sure. Sure. I'm the, the owner of Krav Maga South Coast, which is located in New Bedford, Mass., 22 Tarkin Hill Road, uh, right on the Akushnet line. And I've been involved in martial arts training in Krav Maga for probably about 13, 14 years. And I did it as a way to um, improve myself physically. I never saw it from a self-defense perspective, but quickly fell in love with how it made me feel physically uh, but also the importance of keeping myself safe, but also my family. So it's a, it's a very straightforward approach to self-defense where uh, the whole idea is simple movements, try to get out of a situation as quickly as possible. So it's really not too fancy. There's no, there's no fancy movements that uh, people are learning because it has to work for everyone, regardless of how old you are, regardless of your, your fitness level. So... And I actually was a member of Krav Maga for some time. It is uh, very much real-world scenarios. There's no 
phony leg flying kick type karate stuff. It's it's real world situations and what happens if somebody approaches you with a knife, with a choke, with you know a, a gun, all kinds of different real world scenarios. Or grabs you from behind, perhaps. Exactly. Um, so it's very much real world martial arts, no phony you know sort of antics. Uh, and it's also, as Dave said, a hell, heck of a workout. Um, you also do uh, kickboxing, and, and I, I know that you've been uh, doing that as well. I do. I've been training a little bit more in uh, Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which are components of Krav Maga, just to challenge myself a little bit more. I'm always challenging my students to go above and beyond what they do, so I'm trying to trying to lead by example. And there's also uh, special classes that are just for women, women only, as well as that, yeah. uh, children only classes as well. We do. We, we have classes for our kids program, which is from 6 to 12 years old. We, uh, prior to the, the current situation that we're in, we did have specialized classes for women's only, where sometimes... Women just feel a little bit more comfortable training with other women, uh, mm-hmm. but also these classes are taught by some of my women instructors, so they have, they just know how to communicate a little bit better with women and how a woman's body reacts to a certain situation. So it's something that our, our school is, we have everyone of all different uh, ages and body types training because I, I want it to be inclusive for everyone. Right. And if somebody's interested, I know that you're located at 22 Tarkland Hill Road. Is that, it must be close to the Akushnet line, I would imagine, isn't it? It's right on the Akushnet line. It's right before you hit the uh, Akushnet River, actually. So it's, okay. so sure. if, you, if you go past our, our business, you're right in Akushnet. King okay. Can, Joe's used tire, those are right around there. Um, and what's a good phone number for someone to reach you? So if someone's looking to schedule a free class, so we offer a free uh, initial class, they can reach out to us at 508-259-1592. And I did see that you do have a special promotion where you're offering a free first class. Um, lastly, uh, for me, and then, Dad, you can ask any further questions you might have, is uh, what have you done to, uh, in these times, sort of keep your students, uh, you know, more safe in terms of, you know, cleanliness and steriliz- sterilizing? Safety's always been... Uh, my number one priority with my students' safety and training, and it, it's really shifted these past few months to feeling safe due to uh, COVID-19. So we have just an extensive uh, cleaning regimen that we follow after every single class. We, I, I don't even know how much money I spent on just disinfecting products that were uh, hospital grade that we clean all contact services, all of our training areas. We take everyone's temperature with a, a non-contact thermometer when they come in. We've been implementing uh, single-use entrances and exits. But we've, al- we've also kept some phase one uh, mandates that uh, we were required when we reopened. So we still have some plastic barriers between our heavy bags. We still try to maintain as, as much social distancing as possible. We try to keep our class sizes small. So even though we've been allowed to do more at the school, it's just, I don't think there are too many things that I can do to try to keep my, my students safe. And students, they can wear masks if they would like to. It, it's an option that uh, as long as we're involved in physical activity, you, you are allowed to remove it. But I wear a, a neck gaiter while I teach classes, and it's, it's really not that, it's not that bad. Well, I really encourage people to check it out and get that free class. Uh, it's very uh, informative. It's very useful in real-world situations. Uh, Dave's a great instructor. He makes it fun and uh, not at all, um, you know, uncomfortable for anyone. Um, and it's a really heck of a workout. I used to leave there, and I'd be sweating for 15, 20 minutes after I left. So go and check it out. Good. Um, Dave, I'm curious, what did you do in the Navy, and how long were you in the Navy? I was in the Navy from 94 to 1997. I joined right out of high school. Okay. And to this day, I don't know why I made that decision. And I only because I, I think of myself as a uh, high school kid and looking back as an adult, I think that's a very mature decision to make. So I, I knew I wasn't ready for college. I knew that academics were never my, my strong suit. So I decided to actually enlist in the in the Navy my junior year of high school. I joined the delayed entry program. So oh, interesting. I was a gunner's mate 
in the Navy, so I worked with a lot of small arms, everything from uh, pistols all the way up to uh, our 50-cal machine gun. Mm-hmm. 50-cals are fun. It was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> and unfortunately, I was stationed on the USS Merrimack, which was uh, an auxiliary oiler, so it was a lot of supplies. So I didn't get to play with a lot of the, the bigger guns that a lot of the other frigates and destroyers had. But mm-hmm. it was uh, it was an amazing experience that even though I only served for three years, uh, I'm seeing the benefits uh, to this day with, with different programs uh, as well as different friendships. Yeah. I, well, today we're going to be celebrating Veterans Day. And the first thing to say is thank you for your service. I'm going to talk about your family in just a minute as well. One of the things that I do, and I didn't have a chance to tell you this ahead of time, Dave, is that we use a lot of quotations. Sometimes they fit in with what we're talking about. Sometimes we don't. But you might be interested to know that we have both Navy and Marine Corps quotations today. I tried to keep a little balance, but I'm a little prejudiced probably. So we'll see what we can do. I'd like to start out with a quick quotation. And it says, uh, this Veterans Day, I believe we should do more than sing the praises of the bravery and patriotism that our veterans have embodied in the past. We should take this opportunity to reevaluate how we are treating our veterans in the present. Uh, A guy named Nick Lamson uh, said that. And we are celebrating Veterans Day. We're celebrating it a little bit differently this year. We're not having parades this year because of the pandemic and COVID-19. And all the parades locally that people usually go to, and sometimes Peter marches in, for example, they're all canceled. As well as the Marine Corps birthday party is canceled this year. We've always, you and I used to organize that years ago, and now the Marine Corps League, which I um, got off the ground and got all the corporate documents uh, into play uh, years ago. I'm no longer uh, an officer. I'm still a member. Um, but they're not able to do a lot of the events that they used to do for uh, veterans, um, and there's no Marine Corps birthday party this year. Nope. Well, I'm encouraging everybody to listen to as much of this show today as you can because we're going to be talking a little bit about the history of Veterans Day and how it's different from Memorial Day. We're going to be talking about Veterans Services officers, which are in every single city and town in Massachusetts, and what they can provide for veterans. We're going to talk a little bit about the Fort Tabor Military Museum. We're going to talk about uh, some veterans' benefits and how you can take advantage, if you're a veteran, of numerous discounts that are available. There's specials and discounts and free meals for veterans, so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to get a little bit into the VFW and how they've struggled this year because of uh, COVID and really in need of donations. So we've got a lot to get into. So uh, there's a gentleman named uh, Dan Lipinski who also said, on this Veterans Day, let us remember the service of our veterans and let us renew our national promise to fulfill our sacred obligations to veterans and their families who have sacrificed so much that we can live free. And Veterans Day actually originated as Armistice Day on November 11th, 1919, which was the first anniversary of the end of World War I. Uh, November 11th actually became the national holiday for Veterans Day in 1938 um, and was changed to Veterans Day at that time. And one thing is uh, a lot of people confuse Memorial Day and Veterans Day. They think they're one and the same. It's not. Veterans Day is to support all veterans, um, including those who are all alive and well in this room right now, Uh, whereas Memorial Day is specifically to remember those who passed in war. war. The war dead. And it's a fairly significant number. So when we have Memorial Day, for example, um, a lot of this material, you've got copies of as well, Dave, in case you want to take any of that with you. The costliest war that we've ever had in this country was the Civil War. Total U.S. military who lost their lives in the Civil War was 655,000. World War I was 116,000. World War II, 405,399 Americans lost their lives. In Korea, 36,500 Americans lost their lives. In Vietnam, and we're going to be talking about the Vietnam Wall, uh, Vietnam War Memorial Wall uh, during the show as well. In Vietnam, there were 58,209 Americans who lost their lives. Afghanistan, this number is probably a little low right now, was uh, 2,200. 
But the total number of war dead in this country is over 1,273,000. That's what we recognize and acknowledge on Memorial Day. And, and one quick error on my part. Uh, it was actually 1954 when Eisenhower changed the name from Armistice Day to Veterans Day, but it became an official holiday in 1938. So I'm looking through material as we're talking here also, Pete. Um, I do know that Veterans Day began as Armistice Day because the armistice that ended World War One ended on was signed on November 11 at 11 a.m. on the 11th hour the 11th of the 11th hour month of the uh, <laughs> on the 11th day. And Armistice Day is still celebrated around the world. It's celebrated in many European countries. It's celebrating celebrated in Canada, for example, uh, as Remembrance Day. And in 1954, as you mentioned, President Eisenhower changed the official name to Veterans Day. So I'd like to begin today and, aside from the history, say a very big thank you to anybody who has ever served in the military in this country and who is a veteran. Uh, we do owe everybody a great deal of um, thanks and thank you. Uh, Dave, have you had other family members who have served in the military besides you serving in the Navy? I do. My uh my one of my grandfathers served in the the Army Air Force. I have another great grandfather who served. I believe it was in the Army. My father was uh, was in the Army Reserves. My brother served in the Navy, and it's, it wasn't until later on in my adult life that I never considered myself part of a, a military family. But looking at all the different generations of people that did serve, you could say that I did come from a military family. Absolutely. My family is kind of interesting. Um, first of all, I have uh, in my family four generations who have served in the Marine Corps. My grandfather served in World War I in Germany and fought the Germans in the trenches. And that's when the Germans first named the Marines the Devil Dogs. They called them Dogs from Hell because of the way they fought. And so the Marines have proudly adopted the name Devil Dogs ever since. Right. And then my dad served uh, 20 years in the Marine Corps. He retired as a first sergeant. And um, he saw active duty not only in World War II. He joined when he was 17, by the way, and had to get special permission from his parents. And he also uh, fought in Korea. And both my grandfather and my father were wounded and received the Purple Heart. So I'm very proud of that. And then later I served in the um, Marines, and so did Peter. And I have a brother uh, who joined the Army, and he served a year in Vietnam. And I have an uncle, Harry, who served in the Army in World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He received the Bronze Star. I have an uncle, Frank, who served in the Army. I'm not sure where he served. And I have... And the in-law, Uncle Sai, who served in the Army. So we've got a lot of people who served in the military in my family, too. One thing I'd like to mention is I have several friends um, who I met through the Great Inter Bedford Marine Corps League who are veteran service officers, um, uh, one in Westport, Carol Freitas. Uh, I've got one in Fairhaven. Um, uh, Brad Fish, I don't think, is a, a VSO any longer. I know that he was. He may still be. But in any event, uh, Massachusetts is the only state in the country with a veterans service officer for every single city and town in Massachusetts, which is a really uh, great thing and, and it should be nationwide. And they will assist any veteran with uh, all kinds of different uh, services, so please reach out to them. Not only the veterans, but um, their spouse. Right, and they can track down, you know, old records. They can assist, you know, with uh, getting awards and medals uh, reproduced. Um, they can assist with burial information. Uh, a ton of different uh, services that they, they can help you with. They can provide, provide flags and markers for cemeteries. They can help with food, with graves care, housing, license plates, um, pensions sometimes. I've had clients who didn't realize they were entitled to uh, veterans benefits and had served a number of years in the military and had served during a period of war and I had one gentleman in particular, he went back and they gave him retroactive benefits and he got a check for $30,000. Oh, wow. Look up your veteran service 
officer in your city or your town. It has to be in your own city or your town. Even just to have a chat, you'd, you'd be surprised with what they might be able to help you um, get. Um, and they're actually employees of the cities or towns that they work for, not the VA. The yes, VA does a lot of great things, but we need to fund the VA with more and get, get uh, these veterans more assistance. We're going to jump around here a little bit in sequence, um, out of sequence, I should say. But there are two basic laws that help veterans as well. Massachusetts has uh, Chapter 115, and we also have federal benefits, specifically something called aid and attendance. And I want to mention at this point, again, a little bit out of sequence, that my wife, Attorney Tenny Lance, is a certified veteran specialist. And if you've got certain kinds of questions about Mass General Laws and some of their benefits or some of the aid and attendance benefits, give her a call too. I would always recommend you start with your local uh, veteran service officer in your own city or town. I think that's a great place to start. But Tenny had to go through special training. She has to get periodically recertified and stay up to date on this. And the interesting thing about what she does is she helps a lot of people because she does meet with a lot of people doing estate planning who are veterans. And she's not allowed to charge separately for services that she gives to veterans. So I think that's a nice thing that she's able to do. You can give her a call, by the way, at 508-998-8800. And she's got lots and lots of information that she'd be happy to give to you. One of the things I alluded to about 10 minutes ago is the VFW and how much they're struggling right now during COVID-19 times. Uh, The VFW is not just a place to go and get a cheap beer. Um, You know, a lot of people may think that that's all it is. It's not. Uh, The VFW, what they do is they assist the the rehabilitation of the uh, veterans who are disabled, as well as uh, those veterans who may need some assistance with veterans' widows and their orphans and the dependents of needy or disabled veterans. So it's not just a place to go and, you know, it's not a watering hole to go and get a cheap beer. So um, please donate by visiting. Well, it is, but that's Dave, what most people... Dave's shaking his head, too. <laughs> I, uh, my son's first birthday was at uh, the VFW right in, in New Bedford, and unfortunately, uh, the building just went up for sale. So mm. uh, it was very disheartening having to drive by that, knowing that so many uh, veterans were part of that, and I don't know what's going to be done, with, but I do know that the building is, is currently being sold, which... That's one of many. Is that the one near the uh, high school? It's right near the vocational school. Right okay, on, so that's on Ashley oh, Boulevard? You're talking about Appleton Street? I believe it's on... Uh, right on Ashley Boulevard? Right on Ashley Boulevard. At the corner of Ashley and Appleton. I didn't know that. I didn't that's the that one was... that we usually go to for our Marine Corps birthday parties. It's right across the street from wow, Gary's Best Hot Dogs. Actually, oh, that's yeah. where we have our meetings yes. in the basement, too. Yeah, oh, so. that's a shame. Jeez. Well, I guess the Marine Corps League is going to have to find a new location. So that's pretty sad, and, and that's the first I'm hearing of that. Uh, yeah, there's one that's near the high school that has been up for sale for, what, a year or two now? Probably about a year. Uh, no, yeah, about a year or two. It's been over a year. Why don't you try to get more information on that, Pete? And um, if it hasn't already been sold, maybe there's something that could be done to try to salvage it. So bottom line with, with that uh, sad news is the VFW does a lot of great things for disabled veterans, and uh, please donate. You can go onto their website and just click donate. Um, it's really a tough year for many people. John F. Kennedy, our president, once said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. And he was talking about veterans specifically. We are jumping all over the place here, but um, also wanted to make mention of the Fort Tabor Military Museum. Not sure if they're open right now. I actually went for a bike ride uh, from my house to Fort Tabor, and at that time it was closed, but that was also a Sunday afternoon. Uh, But they're located at 1000 South Rodney French Boulevard, New Bedford. Phone number is 508-994-3938, and it's really a phenomenal museum, and they continue to expand it and uh, I know that they allow basically anyone to put up some type of memorabilia of their family into that museum, uh, as well as their family member who is a veteran, I should say. They have a tiger tag out front. It's, um, I guess it's from, uh, yeah, it's from World War II. I'm looking at a photograph of it. 
I can't tell you how many times I've had my grandchildren climbing on top of that tank, uh, sitting on the turret, and you know having the the gun barrel in between their legs pointed out, and they've had a lot of fun there, haven't they? Yeah. And it's uh, 100% um, from from start until now, 100% funded by veterans. It's a nice museum. My understanding is that it's free, um, but they do accept donations, and you should make a donation if you go to visit. And if you haven't been to the Fort Tabor Military Museum, you definitely ought to go there. It's, it's right at the end of uh, East Rodney French Boulevard. You can't miss it. Like plenty of parking, everything else. My mother, uh, Attorney Tenny Lance, is not on the radio show today, of course. Um, she couldn't make it, but uh, we do like to make note that she is a certified veteran specialist, and she has been since 2009. Right. Does she have to get recertified every year? I know she has to do... She is. In fact, she's getting recertified this year as well. Yeah. It's an important thing that she does, and you know, I'm proud of her for doing that. Um, what kind of work does she do as a certified veteran specialist? Mostly she talks about a program called Aid and Attendance. That is a federal program. That's something that's available that can help uh, veterans financially. Um, We could have her on the show to talk about it in more detail. It's a needs-based pension program, and it can provide a monthly amount. I'm not sure if the current amount is up to date. It can provide as much as $2,230 for a veteran with one dependent. Or if you have a veteran who's, uh, if there's a veteran with no dependents, the last number I had was $1,881 a month. What does she charge for that? Uh, she's not allowed to. That's what I, th- I, I knew that, but I wanted to yeah. have you answer. You weren't listening earlier. I was talking about that earlier. Oh, actually. I was probably looking through notes. You're looking through notes. Usually it's you <laughs> who don't listen and re- repeat things that I say, but I, I got caught right. this time. <laughs> we get the message out as much as we can get the message out. Um, they do have asset and income maxim, maximum uh, rules to qualify. So it's not an automatic thing that every veteran gets. Uh, you can't have asset and income combination mixture of more than $127,000 roughly. Uh, but if it's less than that, then you can qualify for this aid and attendance program benefit. And you should look at it. She actually has handout brochures in the office with some information on that. She has a little um, trifold brochure that talks about veterans' benefits in general. If anybody is interested in one of these, uh, give the office a call. There's no obligation to come in. We'll mail it to you. Bottom line is that there is a lot of help out there, not necessarily from the VA. Again, uh, the VA does a lot of great things, but we need to um, fund the VA more than it is now because there's a lot of disabled veterans, and especially those with PTSD, uh, who are not getting the help that they need. Um, but there are other organizations like the VFW, like a veteran service officer, uh, and like my mother as a uh, certified veteran specialist who might be able to help you get the benefits that you deserve. And there's a lot of things out there that you may not even be aware of. Let me go into this in just a little bit more detail. Uh, they have, first of all, service requirements to qualify for this aid in attendance. You have to have served at least 90 days of active duty. The second thing you have to do is you have to have served at least one day during a period of war. You don't have to have been overseas or serve in a war, but you have to have been in the military service, basically on active duty, during at least one day when there was a period of war. She has a little brochure that explains exactly what those are. I think I left that on my desk, unfortunately. There's a folder if you want to try to go get that for me. Um, It has all the information I could refer to because I didn't bring it to our in-house studio this morning. I'll be right back. So 90 days active duty. Uh, You have to have served during a period of war, and that can include Afghanistan, Afghanistan, Vietnam, uh, World War II, Korean War, and those dates are very specific and they're set out. There's also some medical requirements. If you're under the age of 65, you have to be disabled, and you need a doctor's statement for that. If you're 65 and older, you're considered disabled and you're automatically eligible. Um, So that's an important thing. What's happened over the past couple of years, though, is the VA, like many other organizations, has experienced financial problems. So there are new rules in place, including this 
rule that you can't have more than $127,000 approximately, combination of asset and income. They also have some look-back periods. So if you've listened to the show before, thank you, Pete, and you've heard about um, rules for qualifying for Medicaid, if you want to go to a nursing home, not if you want to go, if you have to go to a nursing home, you can't have more than a certain amount of assets or you won't be eligible for Medicaid assistance. So the VA has imposed some rules like that as well. It used to be they didn't have a look-back period. As you may know under uh, Medicaid rules, Pete, you can't transfer assets within five years and expect to collect Medicaid. There's a five-year look-back period. Well, now the VA has look-back periods as well. You can't transfer assets out of your name to qualify. That's what I was going to say. And then go apply for benefits. There's a three-year transfer period. Exactly. So Tenny is an expert in all these rules, and one of the little brochures that she has is simply called Your Guide to Veterans Benefits. And one of the things they have is this periods of war that I was just describing, World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam era, and the Gulf War from August 2, 1990, all the way through, there's no end date yet. And then it talks about the medical requirements that I just um, mentioned. So if you want a copy of this little brochure, or if you want a copy of uh, what it means to be a certified veteran specialist, there's also a handout called Aid in Attendance, Special Care Pensions for Wartime Veterans. And we have more information than that that you can collect from our office, or we'd be happy to mail it to you. Um, We do get probably every other week at least somebody who will call the office and say, hey, I'd like to have you mail that to us, and we get right on it. We get it mailed out to you. So, Give a call to Tenney. Give a call to the law firm at 508-998-8800. They'll be happy to send any of that stuff out to you. There's also a lot of services for veterans returning from home. Uh, You can donate an old cell phone. Uh, You can uh, send a care package to those still overseas um, called uh, Operation Gratitude. Uh, The cell phone program is Cell Phones for Soldiers. Um, You can help to build homes for injured vets with homes for our troops. You can drive a veteran to a medical appointment, uh, which is the DAV, Transportation Network. Uh, There's also um, a program where you can help a veteran heal with an animal companion and i think that that's a a huge thing that would you know um, sort of touch my heart Um, pets for vets Uh, pets have an um, enormous uh, impact on people and there's a major major problem in this country with veteran suicide i'm going to mention one other quick little uh, rule i mentioned that if you want to apply for one of these aid and attendance benefits then um, you're limited to assets and annual income combined cannot exceed this $127,000 figure, um, your house does not count towards that total. So if you have a house, that's an exempt asset. But if you think you might be entitled to some of these benefits, talk to Tenny, give her a call, or talk to your veteran service officer, and they can guide you through this. That's what they're there for. And unfortunately, we see people a lot of times, and probably this is one of the reasons that Tenny decided to get certified as a veteran specialist. Um, they just don't realize that they're entitled to these benefits. Yeah, so if you listening um, are a veteran or have a loved one who's a veteran, reach out to us and we can point you in the right direction as to where you uh, or your loved one can get some assistance, uh, especially uh, if you're a disabled veteran and especially if you know of anyone or you are dealing with uh, PTSD. It's a serious, serious problem. It's not being addressed appropriately by this country, unfortunately. It's never been Uh, There has not been one president who has really taken on the VA and given them more money and and more leeway to to get things done for our veterans. Uh, PTSD is very serious. 22 veterans die by suicide every single day. Think about that. So we're we're very pleased this morning to have Dave Eaton with us. He's a Navy veteran. Um, He's... um, an expert in uh, self-defense. He's the owner of Krav Maga South Coast and at uh, 22 Tarkland Hill Road. And Dave, you know, again, thank you for your service, but I want to give you some special Navy quotes because it's time to come out with some Navy quotes. Sounds good. Some of them do involve the Marines, however. So this is from John McCain, uh, a man that I always respected very much. 
For much of my life, the Navy was the only world I knew. It is still the world I know best and love most. And then Chester Nimitz. You must know that name, I would assume. Yes, I do. Uh, He was a very famous admiral. It is the function of the Navy to carry the war to the enemy so that it is not fought on U.S. soil. So think about that, ladies and gentlemen. We owe a great deal of gratitude to uh, the Navy and to all of our veterans. Um, I want to mention two books. Uh, In fact, I've just ordered some more copies. There's a great book. If you haven't read it, Dave, I'm going to get it to you when I get it in in the office. Thomas Jefferson and the Tripoli Pirates by a gentleman named Brian Kilmeade. Did you ever hear of that book? I have not. It's a great book, and basically it tells a story about how um, years and years ago, let's see what my number is on here. It's number 10 on my list. Um, Back in the time of Thomas Jefferson, um, we didn't have the ability to um, transport our goods, especially to the Middle East. When Thomas Jefferson became president in 1801, we were deeply in debt and uh, we needed to grow our economy, but our merchant ships were being attacked. And pirates from North Africa, uh, I'm going to mention this, this is not a a uh, religious comment, but Muslim pilots from North Africa routinely captured American sailors and they held them as slaves. And the only way that you could get the slaves back and our, sol- our sailors back was by paying ransom and paying tribute. And they did this not just to the U.S. ships, they did this to all the ships. So there was no such thing as free traffic. Thomas Jefferson went to the trouble to Uh, order some special Navy ships to be made. It's really the birthplace of the modern Navy. And they went and created a blockade. They brought a few Marines with them. They landed at a place called uh, Tripoli. So you've heard that word in the Marine Corps hymn, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. And a very small detachment of Marines captured something like 2,000 of the Barbary pilots, pirates, excuse me, and marched them. Um, it was the beginning of the Barbary Wars, but this is a great book, and it really tells a lot about the history of the modern Navy and how it began, and we've never looked back since. So, what do you think about that, Pete? Did you read that book, Pete? No, I haven't. One other book that um, I have with me as well, which is a little book by a guy named uh, Zell Miller, uh, he served in the Marines, and he was also a governor. Uh, he wrote a book called Core Values, which talks about all the things that he learned in boot camp and why he still has all those lessons with him. So two books that I highly recommend. And um, one thing that I'd like to mention is there's a supremely talented artist who has his studio in Fall River and sells his work out of uh, a shop in Somerset. Uh, the name of the shop uh, escapes me right now. I apologize, Brian, but... Um, he has teamed up with uh, a bunch of Vietnam veterans for um, not just one, it started with one, but a series of Vietnam paintings called uh, Forgotten Heroes, uh, Never Forget. And uh, these pieces of work are absolutely stunning. And again, he teamed up with Vietnam veterans to make sure that everything was historically accurate. Uh, the weapons that you know he depicts in, in his um, amazing pieces are, are accurate as well. Um, so check out his studio. He is open to let people take a, a look. Uh, it's Brian Fox Studios, and uh, the uh, it's Riverside, I believe, Art Gallery in I Somerset. I think it's called Riverside Art. Yeah, I have one of his um, uh, paintings in my office, Pete. It's yeah, on... you bought two of them. Yep. They're phenomenal. I actually use a lot of what I learned in boot camp in some of my classes uh, with, oh, my, sure. with my kids program talking about uh, about how, you know, every day I had to make my bed. I had to make my rack a certain way and my Absolutely. clothes had to be folded a certain way. And, you know, I asked my, my, my kids, I said, do you think they just wanted me to fold this a certain way and try to emphasize that it's the attention to detail that is instilled at a very early stages of your military career and just Absolutely. how it carries on. So it's it's some of the values that you're you're taught in boot camp. I know I still use to this day and the, that attention to detail is one that um, sticks out the most. I think every veteran takes a lot 
uh, into the rest of their lives from uh, two to three months of boot camp, depending on what branch you were in. Uh, I, it's no um, secret that I've been saying for probably 10 years, I think that every student leaving high school should have to go to a boot camp of their choice. I don't care which one. And I don't think that they have to stay in the military after. They should just go to a boot camp to experience that and get that discipline and that respect for the country. I think, I think it, they should all give one year of, of service to their country, whether it's in a hospital or a military branch. So with that in mind, with what you just said, Dave, uh, I have to give you a quotation from Jim Mattis. He's one of my favorite people to quote, four-star Marine Corps general, doesn't mince words. He said, be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everybody you meet. You like that one, Pete? I love Mattis. I do, too. And a guy named Eric Dane said, My father served in Vietnam. The respect I have for the Navy is profound. So I like quotations. You know, I want to suggest we jump ahead here a little bit, Pete, because I want to talk about, uh, in particular, the, um, the wall that's being built in Fall River and the significance of that, the importance of that, the Vietnam Memorial Wall, Vietnam War Memorial Wall. And I talked to a gentleman this morning who's been on our show before. Um, Justin Latini. Justin Latini. Had a nice little conversation with him this morning. You know, one of the things I did when I went to the Marine Corps Museum in Quantico, Virginia, is I bought a couple of bricks. I bought a brick to memorialize my grandfather and a brick to memorialize my father. It has their names and their rank and their dates of service and so forth. And it also says um, Purple Heart on them. But in Fall River, we have the Vietnam Veterans Wall replica. And um, it's in Bicentennial Park. It's, it's almost finished. It's a half a mile from Battleship Cove. This is a 360-foot-long permanent replica of the wall that exists in D.C., and I had the opportunity to, to visit the wall in D.C. twice. I've been there. It's extremely moving. It's extremely emotional when you go there and you look at the 58,000 names. This replica wall is um, an 80% replica. It's 8 feet high. It's got 58,000-plus names on it. It was originally planned to have a dedication for the end of this year, but because of... COVID and because of some delays in construction, it's projected right now that approximately May 15th in 2021, it will be dedicated. Um, I plan to be there when that happens. And I've also bought some of the uh, paintings that you were referring to, Pete. From Brian Fox? From Brian Fox. I bought them at the uh, one of the events that I went to. So construction should be completed by the end of the year. Uh, if you would like more information, Go to VietnamMemorialWall.org, and I'm going to repeat that, VietnamMemorialWall.org. They still need financial help. One of the things that they've uh, done and they're still doing, sort of a sign of the times, is they've decided to add additional security lights so somebody doesn't do something stupid. The original uh, date of this was to cut the ribbon on November uh, 2020. Is that still supposed to happen? No. That's why, that's why I see in your no, notes it looks be, like May 15th, 2021, hopefully. Yep. That's the target date right now. But they're still raising money. You still have an opportunity to donate. You can donate by just making a contribution. Um, you can buy a brick to memorialize somebody who served in uh, Vietnam. Um, and it's just a good thing to do. So go on their website, vietnammemorialwall.org. Um I don't think you could really go there right now. Joe Marshall is the president of the uh, committee and has done a great job. There's a very active clerk. Um, uh, Joe Macy has been a friend. Um, he's a retired judge. He's on a director. Um, and I'm not going to read all the names. Uh, I say Joe Bisco's on there. I've known him for a while as well. Justin Latini, who's been on the radio show before, is the fundraising chairman. And has done a great job. And also mentioned that uh, Representative Paul Schmidt, the state, Viet- state veterans liaison, is a member of the committee. So a lot of good people have done a lot of good things. And get in touch with them. Do something to show your support. 
This is a great, great organization, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like and to just get into. Oh, sorry. Go, no, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I'd like to just get into some of the uh, discounts and free offers um, locally for veterans on Veterans Day. Some of them are only on Veterans Day. Some of them you have to dine in. Uh, some of them you can actually get a voucher. Uh, some of them you get a, a discount, to, you know, 20% discount. Uh, but there's, we have a whole packet of information we'd be happy to send to you if you're interested. 7-Eleven is giving a free uh, coffee or Big Gulp. Applebee's is giving a free meal. Um, there's uh, um, IHOP is giving a free meal. Um, Little Caesars Pizza is giving a free pizza. Uh, Starbucks is giving um, a tall brie brewed coffee for free. Texas Roadhouse free meal vouchers uh, from 11 to 2 on Veterans Day. Buffalo Wild Wings is giving away free wi free wings. Dunkin' Donuts is giving away uh, a free donut. There's some really significant discounts here. Friendly's free breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Target is offering big discounts. L.L. Beans is offering big discounts. Hooters in um, Warwick, oh. I think it is, next to the airport. They just opened up again yesterday, or I think it was, uh, not yesterday, I think it was Friday. Um, anyways, they, they just opened up again, so any veterans who want to go to Hooters for some free something or other. They have great wings. <laughs> I I've, haven't been in years, but of course you tell someone that Hooters has great wings, and... They don't believe you. <laughs> so we have a whole list of things here. I haven't been since I was a much younger person, I have to admit. We'd be happy to share this with you if you are a veteran and would like to take advantage of this. There's also other companies like Christmas or, or uh, shops like Christmas Tree Shops, Office Depot, Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, AMC Movie Theater, Big Lots. Some of these are doing some special programs only on Veterans Day, but some of them are um, doing it year-round like uh, I was just surprised that Christmas tree shop um, is available um, all year long we could we could do this show for two hours I've got so many things sorry to it's talk big about. lots it does it year-round big lots Home Depot and Lowe's are the three that I know that offer a 10% discount year-round for veterans I want to mention something that every veteran should do make sure you have a copy of your discharge paper your DD 214 and keep it in your car at all times uh, it can help you in many many ways um, it can help you with uh, getting your driver's license renewed. If you renew your driver's license at AAA and bring your DD-214 with you, you will have a veteran imprinted on your driver's license. That's important for some of the discounts. When you go to Lowe's and Home Depot, they want to see your license and see if your license indicates that. I have mine. Yep, I have mine. Ooh, Vet Vineyard Vines is offering a 30% discount on Veterans Day, so that $100 T-shirt could be yours for $70. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something really important that I bet a lot of veterans don't know about. Uh, this is a recent change in benefits. Um, if you have any kind of a disability at all, even including a 10% disability for hearing, for example, um, and you have that on your, you have a vet uh, health ID card, or you've got a military star card, um, you can shop now at a post exchange and exchange px we call them or a commissary and you can be entitled to shop there um, this is only in the last couple of years prior to that you had to have um, a hundred percent disability to shop in a px or a commissary or you had to be a medal of honor recipient so now they've extended that to um, all veterans who have any kind of a disability in particular and take advantage of that. We can give you more information if you like that. I'd like to give a quick shout out to the um, uh, Veterans Transition House in New Bedford. Um, it's an amazing organization. Uh, they help a lot of veterans who have disabilities or problems or you know addiction problems or things like that. They do a lot with suicide prevention. They do clinical treatments. They're, they're a huge uh, part of our community. We do have veteran transition houses. Um, they serve 3,000 veterans um, in our area, and um, it's really another organization that you, should, you should support if you can. And just this past July, they completed a $10 million expansion project within um, one New Bedford city block for those veterans in need. And it's, it's marvelous to look at. So take a good look at that if you have a chance, folks. It's 
really important. The U.S. Small Business Association is having National Veterans Small Business Week, um, and they're offering all kinds of different programs. A lot of training programs. Yep. So any of you business owners who are veterans, they're offering all kinds of different uh, basic entrepreneurial workshops, um, inbound marketing, digital tools workshops, how to open a business in Massachusetts legally workshops. So um, all kinds of different things. They're, They're usually about an hour long. Some of them are two hours long. Um, but take advantage of those as well. That's the U.S. Small Business Administration. So, David Eaton, I want to give you a, a quotation that's from a Navy person, but it also includes Marines. And this was um, Chester Nimitz. He said, the battle for the Iwo Island, that's Iwo Jima, has been won. The United States Marines, by their individual and collective courage, have conquered a base which is as necessary to us in our continuing forward movement towards final victory as it was vital to the enemy in staving off their ultimate defeat. Among the Americans who served on the Iwo Jima Island, uncommon valor was a common virtue. That's a very famous phrase also. Yeah. Uh, we only have a few minutes left, and I just wanted to mention at least one last time. Good about three minutes. Um, about David Eaton, who is a uh, U.S. Navy veteran. Uh, the Small Business Association I just discussed that um, is having that veteran small business business week. Um, take advantage of David's offer of having one free class. Um, and we were talking before, he has a student who's 73 years old. Um, so it's for literally all ages. Um, and for he has women's only classes, children only classes. Um, the women only classes can be taught by female instructors as well. It's an Israeli-based martial arts uh, studio, and it's really re- real-world situations. It's not the type of you know karate that you're thinking of with flying leg kicks and everything else. It's real-world situations on how to defend yourself as well as a really good workout. So. Uh, Dave, thank you for coming. Could you please just uh, give us the address and phone number for Krav Maga again? And thanks again for having me. The address is 22 Tarkin Hill Road in New Bedford. It's uh, right on the accursionate New Bedford line. Like you had mentioned earlier, it's right near Can King, right near Met- Metro Pizza. And uh, we're taking uh, all the safety precautions that we can and trying to exceed those to, to keep everyone safe because I think especially right now, working out and being active is great uh, physically, but also mentally. So check out and support this small business that is owned by a veteran. Uh, And again, uh, he will offer a free initial class so you can check out and see if it's something that would be uh, uh, beneficial and useful for you. So Jim Mattis, Marine Corps General, also said, engage your brain before you engage your weapon. I guess we could all learn from that, couldn't we? We could. And if you'd like to do something to help with the Vietnam Veterans Wall Memorial, uh, go to vietnammemorialwall.org or give us a call anytime. Call Tenny Lance at 508-998-8800. We'd be more than glad to provide some free information that would be helpful to you or to the veteran in your family. And for those of you listening, uh, my father, you can get a quick glimpse as to how it was growing up with him. My very first date I ever had um, I was going to see the movie Naked Gun, and my father said, just remember, keep your weapon loaded. So I didn't say that. Yes, you did. My closing quotation from uh, Dan Lipinski on this Veterans Day, let us remember the service of our veterans, and let us renew our national promise to fulfill our sacred obligations to our veterans and their families who have sacrificed so much so that we can live free. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Dave. Thank you.